1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. We've all had enough reality already. It's time to get reacquainted with the edge of your seat because the big screen is back. Check out all the summer blockbusters coming to Marcus Theatres and Movie Tavern at MarcusTheatres.com. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, to dish out all the music news you can take this morning. It's Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. There is never too much music news. Never. uh, To be taken. Uh, I'm assuming everybody survived last night's uh, wonderful game. Barely. (laughs) That uh, Man, that that was uh, just a rocking atmosphere last night. And it's pretty hard to go home and... Go to bed after that. I know. We were watching it here, and I mean, we even looked at each other and said, that's like a rock concert there. Yeah, it was. I, listen, I remember the days with the Pistons like that. That's, that's a fun thing to go through, you know, even though it probably shortens your lifespan uh, by a couple years. Yeah, there's really nothing like it. You, there were Last night, the thing was tearing your T-shirt off. Oh, boy. They, they put them up on the Jumbotron, and they, there was one guy in particular, uh, he just – he. He kept doing it. They kept giving him a new T-shirt. And he'd tear it off and do some crazy dance. And then a woman tore hers off. But oh. fortunately, she had a shirt on underneath. Okay. But okay. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty wild. It bring it brings it out of us. Yeah, yeah. I gotta love it. Yeah, last time you know a couple years ago it was beer chugging. This year it's T-shirt tearing. So. Okay. <laughs> we, we knew we knew about that stuff once upon a time at Detroit Pistons games. So it's, it's been a while. Yeah, well, we you know we went through a, a long true. walk in the woods too. But uh, uh, we'll be we'll be watching and rooting tomorrow night. It's gonna be, man, I, it's gonna be stressful. But uh, yeah, make sure make sure your defibrillator is sitting there. <laughs> we'll do. What's going on in music? Well, a bunch of things. First of all, happy birthday today to Paul McCartney. He turned seventy nine. Uh, Brian Wilson turned seventy nine on Sunday. Interesting. That, you know, you're talking two musical geniuses yeah. born, born within a couple of days of each other, which is cool. Uh, secondly, some good and bad news for Beatles fans. Uh, the bad news we'll start with is that Peter Jackson, the, the Get Back documentary we're also excited about, is not going to open in theaters in August as it was supposed to. The good news, however, is that it's now going to be a six-hour festival Thanksgiving on Disney+. Plus. It'll be three two-hour episodes. You're not expected to sit through, you know, six hours of movie. Uh-oh. But it's basically going to be bigger and better and at a time when we're theoretic- we theoretically have more time yeah. to, to watch it. Uh, this is, of course, based on 55 hours of never-released footage from the Let It Be movie, from Twickenham Studios and Apple Studios in London, as well as the entire rooftop concert oh cool so yeah so that's gonna be good so mark thanksgiving while you're digesting the the turkey and stuffing uh you'll be yeah. watching the beatles you can ignore your family and turn the beatles on it gives you a great reason to do it gotta see this man this is this is what i want yeah you know besides not talking to any of you this is <laughs> this is what i want so the beatles on thanksgiving uh sammy hagar and michael anthony van hagar uh, they're actually embracing the name. They have launched a new Instagram page. It's called Van Hagar Other Half. Really? And it's just like that, Van Hagar Other Half, and they're promising all sorts of vis- you know, mostly visual goodies from Sammy's days in the band, his two stints, I would assume live footage, maybe some behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, it should be, uh, should be kind of exciting, and this comes on a, you know, an anniversary year for, the, you know, for Van, ha- the Van Hagar version 
of Van Halen. It's 35 years this year since the 5150 album, and 30 years for the uh, now I'm going to oh, for the for unlawful carnal knowledge album. Wow, who's going to play guitar on that? Is Sammy taking all oh, the no, guitar? Oh no, no, this is this is like arch- archival. Oh, gotcha. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Although I wouldn't put it past them to kind of recreate. You know, I could see the two of them sitting around drinking Sammy rum, tequila, or mezcal, <laughs> and uh, you know, vamping their way through a couple of Van Halen tunes. Yeah. From that era. So yeah, it should be. Uh, it's launched and it's on Instagram. Van Van Hagar other half dot or just Van Hagar other half. Okay. On Instagram. Uh, Soundgarden has reached an agreement with Vicki Cornell, the widow of Chris Cornell, as you, as we've talked about a couple times. There's all sorts of lawsuits going on, but she was controlling the band's social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, so they finally have reached a settlement, that, and they say in a statement that it's being where the social media accounts are being returned to the surviving band members. Uh, they, in turn, you know, pretty much pledge to make it a the, the social media accounts celebrate the band's accomplishments and music will continuing to honor Chris. That's from their statement. There's still some lawsuits, you know, about royalties and ownership of recordings that they they had done but not released. So that's that's all still being worked out. But they do call it in a statement a productive step toward first step towards healing. Yeah, and I, that should. Be good news for fans, right? I mean, she was yeah, just kind of holding that hostage, and right, and nothing use it really before. was being posted. So, yeah, you know, this this will reactivate uh, the Soundgarden brand and the legacy a little bit. Uh, Nikki Six is going to give us another book. This will be his fourth memoir. Uh, this one is called uh, "The First Twenty One: How I Became Nikki Six, And like the title would indicate, it is about his first twenty-one years, and you know, about being a, you know, a, a an Idaho farm boy. You know, with with the statement says a burning dream and desire for music, for love, and for fame. Cue the cheesy organ music <laughs> uh, here, and and it's it's basically about his roots. He had a rough childhood. He had there yeah. were real issues there with his parents and everything. So this will go into greater depth. He's written okay. about it in the other books. I thought it was yeah covered in the dirt, but yeah, exactly. You know, well, he, Idaho farm, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So, the Idaho so also, farmer. Also in the Motley Crew world, uh, Vince Neil. After that concert debacle uh, that, that took place in, I think it was Nebraska, uh, where he had to walk off stage. Yeah. You know, to uh, in Iowa. I'm sorry. Um, close enough. Uh, you know, he had to walk off stage because he lost his voice. He canceled a show scheduled for tonight in New York. What's the deal with him? I mean, well, when he walked off the stage, watching that video, he didn't sound any worse than Vince Neil usually sounds when he's halfway through a concert. You know, exactly, usually he lets the, the crowd sing half. Half the song for him, and I think he just ran out of whatever steam he has. Yeah, um, but you know this has raised some issues because these guys are supposed to play a stadium tour in 2022, and the Def Leppard guys have been very nice. They've made some comments about, "Oh, we we know, you know, we know Vince. We know he's going to be in shape. We we're completely confident, you know, he'll be there for the tour." And you know. <laughs> I'd be, I'm sure there are people twisting their hands. Yeah, do you think that's why it was pushed off to 2022, not as much, you know, everything no, no, else is no, coming I think back? A lot of that was, you know, in the case of Def Leppard, you've got people over from England, and nobody nobody could be sure what the situation was going to be about getting visas mm-hmm. for, the, for the guy, you know, for the band members who do live overseas. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, and, and they, you know, I think they, they wanted to see somebody else do it first. So, you know, let Green Day and Weezer go out. Let Guns N' Roses go out. Let's see how it does. Sure. You know, okay. much the same reason, you know, uh, Billy Joel pu- pushed off a few of his stadium shows 
for this summer. He's still going to do some of them, but, you know, he wanted to wait and see how it was going to work. And, you know, possibly smart. Yeah, that's why the Rolling Stones haven't rescheduled yeah, their Yeah, kind of the, the older guys are. Yeah. <laughs> Let yeah. the younger guys get out there and see how it goes. Exactly, exactly. Interesting factoid, Michael Jackson's Billy Jean crossed a billion views on YouTube this week. And Why? that's the first one of his videos really? that's done that. I'm Why is little... that one? Thriller's not the... I, you know, I don't know. Billy, Billy Jean's it's shorter, for starters. You don't have to invest whatever it would be, 15 minutes like you would with Thriller. I would have thought maybe beat it. But uh, it's Billy Jean. So that becomes uh, Michael Jackson's first YouTube billion viewer. And only, interestingly, too, the third song from the 1980s to get a billion views. The other two are, are Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses, and Take On Me, Aha. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised by all that, because, yeah. you know, you have these videos from this decade that have gone, you know, from the, the pop stars that have gone over a billion views. You would have thought, you know, certainly Michael Jackson was in the club already, but right. he wasn't, and now he is. Wow. Okay. Um, Surprising. Mark, Mark July 18th on your calendar for Bob Dylan's first concert back uh, you know, since the pandemic lockdown, and we'll all be able to see it. It's called Shadow King, and it's going to be at 4 p.m. local time on July 18th via Veeps, Veeps.com. That's the service that's going to be airing it. And they're promising, you know, he'll perform songs from, quote, his extensive body of work created especially for this event. Wow, 4 p.m., that's a weird time. Yeah, yeah, they, well, can... it's, uh, I'm not sure where he's going to be. Okay. Yeah, and he's an older guy, so we sure. consider this like the early bird. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. We, we can still get to the early bird uh, dinner there. Exactly, exactly. So that'll be interesting to see. The good news about that with Dylan is you'll be able to like record it and replay it slowed down to figure out what he's singing <laughs> and, and recognize the song. So Maybe even a, put the closed caption on. They, they might be able to, <laughs> if they can understand If they can figure the it out, right. Know. Um, Some Britney Spears news. Uh, She will next week, of course, is her big court date uh, to talk to on the 23rd to talk to the judge in Los Angeles about her uh, her conservatorship, whether her dad needs to remain conservator and all that. It's going to be it's all going to be remote. It's not going to be in person. They, They announced this week that Britney, as well as all parties involved, will appear remotely. Uh, no cameras in the courtroom, although there will be a live audio feed, so people will be able to hear it. And I guess there will be people there will be people attending it to listen to it hmm. in the courtroom, but you know, just the participants won't be there. All right. Hopefully, she turns off her cat filter on her computer before that. Well, one would hope. Uh, meanwhile, she uh, in a chat with internet chat, chat with fans. Uh, Brittany says she doesn't know if she'll ever appear on stage again. This was on Instagram, and somebody asked her if she's ready to perform again or if she would consider it. And in her answer, she said, I have no idea. I'm having fun right now. I'm in a transition in my life, and I'm enjoying myself. So that's it. Um, I don't know who's crying about not having to see her, you know, perform again. But I'm sure some people uh, would like to see her on stage again, you know, from the, the... Various Britney Spears shows I've seen. You watch a video, you're you're seeing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty much set. Yeah, uh, New Species of Frog has been named after Led Zeppelin. <laughs> this, was, this was discovered in the Ecuadorian Andes by a couple of British scientists, and it, its official name, and you know, roll with me here, is Pristamanus Led Zeppelin. <laughs> awesome. Okay, and that's what it'll be known. It's apparently a small frog, uh, 3.6 centimeters long. Do your own, do your own math there. You know, to turn it into inches, and it's just one of these pr- Pristamantis 
species that have been found during the past two years down there. Uh, Robert Plant did weigh in on it. He, uh, you know, he posted he posted a message, you know, on social media saying, "I wonder if Robert Johnson's terraplan knows about this." <laughs> uh, nice. Nice little reference well, there. Well, they finally made it, you know. Yeah, you, you when you have a frog named after you. You know you know, it. I, I know I don't have a frog named after me, so, uh, you know. <laughs> but I think Bob and Brian, don't they have a frog named after them or some sort of Some kind of reptile. Creature? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so congrats to a couple of our favorite classic rockers, uh, Rick Wakeman, of course, long history with Yes, and Alan Parsons. You know, a recording engineer for the Beatles and Pink Floyd, as well as, of course, the Alan Parsons Project. They were both awarded this week the Most Excellent Order of the British Empire, i.e. OBE, awards from Queen Elizabeth II. We were running down those orders earlier this week, trying to get our wrap our oh, heads yeah. around them. I, I don't understand. I'm not sure if in, I think an OBE, it's an OBE, MBE, knighthood. Okay. <laughs> is the way it works. So anyway, but they, you know, it's funny. You talk to the coolest of the cool from Britain. You know, all these uh, all these rockers who, you know, I'm sure at one point could have cared or said they could have cared less about the Queen and the monarchy and everything. They are just freaking thrilled when they get there. Yeah, and I, you know, I get it, and good for them. You know, it's it's kind of a nice thing. Ringo will talk to you about, you know, being getting his awards and Paul McCartney about being knighted. And you know, listen, they grew up with them, especially these older. You know, artists, they grew up with the monarchy, you know, right. with the big monarchy, the, the monarchy with a capital M. You know, it was before all the all the craziness and all the controversies and all that, you know, to them, it was the queen and nothing was bigger than what went on in Buckingham Palace. There's probably something about making dad proud, too, you know? Like, oh, sure, yeah. No, you parents. just thought I was uh, strumming along on this guitar, going to be nothing, and here I yeah, am, no. a, a knight. Yeah, now Queen Elizabeth is uh, putting a sword on my shoulder. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Gary. Well, we, we don't have time to get into uh, Roger Waters and. All right, we we can we can save all that. We'll save that. T. We'll Snyder. End, we'll, end, we'll end on the happy note of Go Bucks. <laughs>